All right, here we go. It is PowerWorks time. Glenn Power from PowerWorks Garage is here in the studio, and we're going to be talking cars and used cars, some problems with cars, what's going on in the garage. Yeah, just generally chatting about cars. Can't talk new cars. <laughs> there are no new cars. Globally, although every now and then I see one, and it's like, whoa, where'd that come from? Or, you know, who, mm. who's selling those things? So, but it's, it's, it's crazy. In fact, we're going to kick off with that in our, right at the very start here, because you know, you, you had an opportunity to talk with some folks over at a, a couple of showrooms, anecdotally, a lot of anecdotal stuff. So we're not going to put any names to oh, any yeah. of this, but this is a global phenomenon. And so first of all, we've got a problem that we've been talking about forever with chips and you know, like everything. Our cars are run by computers now. So we've got a chip shortage, which is leading to control units not being able to be populated with the necessary microprocessors. We've got a delivery shortage of vehicles. So we've got things that are just caught up and they can't get delivered. Because we've got the chip shortage, because we've got delivery shortage, we've got now parts and other things that haven't been able to get delivered to be put onto vehicles. And that means we've had many production lines, and we, we heard about these a while back, that got closed down, that we don't know if they're back on or not. We've, we've had the tsunami of the perfect storm for the automobile industry, where all of a sudden, there's not a lot of new cars out there. No, it's not good. And... Yeah. Oh, catching fire. Oh, yeah. There was that, there was that whole load of, of, of cars that were being shipped. Boat caught fire. Done. You know, that's it. It's over. Yeah. None of those cars are going anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's crazy times. Yeah, it's really bad. And, 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 and every, every time we sort of, you see a story about it and it'll be, you know, my interest or your interest and yeah. we might chat about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you know, it's, we're over the worst of it. Yeah. No, no, no. But I don't know. You see, I don't know whether this region suffered more. I can't answer that, but what I can say is that, for example, you take a manufacturer like the Volkswagen Group, they're at a massive, massive push now towards electric vehicles. Yeah. They've got some, let's say, friendly competition or rivalry with, with Elon Musk at Tesla, and they're trying to, trying to as, as amicably but as emphatically as possible, put him in his place. Yeah, good and luck. Good luck. Yeah. They are producing electric vehicles this, well, I can speak of the UAE market, is not a vehicle that they sell here through their official channels and they do not service, maintain or repair them. So my, my question is, channels. I have seen a couple of I've these. Seen dozens of them. I've seen car transporters full of them. So who's bringing them in and who is servicing them? Because they need to be prepped. They need to be put on the road. So someone is someone's still dealing with them. Maybe a different emirate has a different supplier? I don't know. The... Source of them is probably the Chinese market or mm. the North American market. I would uh, think. Okay. And they're being brought in and sold at a premium. Yeah. And the thought process, I imagine, uh, is, well, they're brand new. Nothing's going to go wrong with them for a couple <laughs> of years. And by the time they do go wrong, there'll be something, yeah. there'll be something, you know, be, it'll be something that'll be looked after here. But from what I see at the minute, you know, that wouldn't be something I'd be willing to take the gamble on. And they're not sold here, I imagine, for two reasons. The training isn't to that level yet. And 
they aren't proven in this climate yet. Well, that's the big one. And any, and I, I had a couple of people email me over last week and saying, Hey, I've got an opportunity to buy this vehicle. It's coming from this one vehicle is from the U S and, and I, you know, they say, Oh, it should be okay. Right. And I wrote back and I said, is it GCC spec? Because if it is not run away, yeah. because all of those vehicles, if Ford brings in a vehicle, if GM brings in a vehicle, anyone brings in a vehicle from the U S that means it is made for North American specifications. They've got, you know, they don't have necessarily enough cooling, uh, you know, enough cooling capacity for the oil, for the transmission, air conditioning units. I remember once years ago, we had a gentleman come in who is the engineer in the UAE who works on the specking of vehicles for Ford. And he had a list of different things that, that he would change. Even down to the glass. Yeah. 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 Well, which is the whole reason why I, I bought, you know, I could buy a Wrangler here. Can't take it back to Canada. And they're the same reason because they're going, well, it's got the wrong glass. It's got the wrong fenders. It's got the wrong signal lights. It's yeah, wrong emissions regulations. Yeah, it doesn't have any of the stuff you need. And, it, and that vehicle's made in Canada. No, sorry. It doesn't work. So th- this is a big problem going right back to the electric vehicles that Volkswagen's got and someone's bringing in. Who knows? if they've been spec for this environment and B who's going to fix it. So on one breath, I'm going power works guys got to get up to snuff on work, fixing these things because yeah. there's a, there's a, a hole in the market. Me and DJ are, are, are in the process of the certification for electric vehicles. And obviously we can't be brand specific now. Right. But the, the fact is that, you know, as a manufacturer, it would be easy for VW to say, you know what, we've got a couple hundred of these lying around, let's send them over to Alnabuda or Ali and Sons because yeah. they're not selling any cars because they haven't got any to sell. Um, but they're not, that. that's such a minuscule amount of money for them. Yeah, yeah. The, the VW are going to make a very, very small drop in the ocean in terms of their annual profits by doing that. And they're actually probably going to cause themselves trouble because the technicians aren't trained. The service right. advisors aren't trained. The managers and the sales executives are not trained. How and how then can you risk doing that? Yeah. Those cars need testing in this region for a long, long time. Yeah. For a long time. They need heat testing. They need to be here in the summer. They need to be here in you, the winter. You, you, you drive you, them up on the mountains. You take an example of the XL1, the VW XL1 that, that would do, was it something like 300 kilometers on one liter of fuel? They could have made that a three, four million dirham vehicle and they would have sold a hundred of them here. They didn't. And the reason that they didn't is because it doesn't work in this climate. Yeah. It does not work in this climate. You cannot you cannot do I think the the piece in the, it was in the newspaper or it was in one of the motoring magazines, they did the seven emirates on a litre of fuel. Which is by no stretch any you know, that that is an amazing feat. But you, they have to bring their own diesel in for it. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't do it in August or July. Yeah, you know they did it when the when the climate was fair. So it's not worth that risk. You you cannot risk your reputation of your brand by putting out a subpar product. Now, when you go back to something we talked about before with Ford, Ford was selling some of their vehicles and incomplete, giving people two thousand dollars or so back, wasn't it? And then. In, offering them a free retrofit when the parts yeah. become available. Yeah. That's a little bit different. We're, we're talking about more utilitarian vehicles. You can't go and do that with a 
with a, a, a very high-end electric vehicle from somebody like BW, who's, it's not being sold as a utilitarian car, it's being sold as a luxury family vehicle. I, I saw one the other day, it was at night, and I went, oh man, I would own one of these in a heartbeat. <laughs> and and it, the lighting is what sold it on me. So the VW badge, front and back, are lit up. And the lines go through the lights. Yeah. So it's just, I always went, wow, this, it, it looks nice. It legitimately looks really nice. And they've just played with some elements, I, you know, and I thought, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the, the anecdotal um, stories we mentioned at the top of this was that I was in the showroom and I was actually looking over a car for a, for a friend of mine. Now I was looking over a car from the showroom because the showroom were unable to certify it. The reason they were selling it out of the showroom was because they had space and they needed to fill uh, it. So um, they're just putting cars in there so the so people they, drive by looking in the window. Lots of cars in there. Taking it in as a trade-in. It was relatively clean. It was a very good-looking car. Um, but it was too old and gone too far for them to be able to sell it as a used car. There was not enough money in it for them. Mm. It, it, it would have cost them five to 10,000 dirhams okay. internally to put it up to standard to then sell it with a warranty. And That's then a lot of money. They're not going to be able to then sell the car. But they're able to sell it and make a few thousand dirhams and keep the the sales executives paid. So that's there great. But they've got no cars. There's nothing. The, the, the showroom had like 10 GTIs in it. <laughs> and, and now, so how do, you, how do you keep a business? I mean, you obviously talk to the sales guys. Yeah. How do they keep a business functioning if you've got no new product? Like we should be selling the 2023 models right now. Yeah, I mean, with respect, I mean, I was speaking to the, the sales guy and we said, we won't say, say names. He's a really good guy. With respect to him, he didn't really know or understand how he was still employed. Right. He was quite open to that. Yeah. And he said, I, I, I don't get it. You know, we've, we've, we've had, this is two years of this now. We've had nothing. He said, we originally had no work because we couldn't come in. And then they eased that up, but then customers wouldn't come in. And then, oh, we've sold all the cars online. Now there's nothing left to sell and we're not getting deliveries. And they, they'd had the delivery scheduled in for May. They were then, I think he said like the day before I went in there. They'd had an interdepartmental meeting and uh, stopped taking orders. These cars are not coming. Refund orders. They're not coming in. And the next order is October, but that's indefinitely on hold. So what do you do? This is this is hard because you're, you're seeing the promotions for these vehicles yeah. globally. And if we're not getting them, and, and the, you know this highlights that we are really a small market. But if we're not getting them, that means some of these vehicles aren't being distributed globally as well or reduced numbers. No one's getting them. No. So you, you run into two problems. First of all, you're trying to sell stuff. You're going to either get stuff that, that is dated and no one wants a dated vehicle. I mean, why don't you? But people don't. And and then on the, the second side is if you can suddenly start to get them, people have had to let go sales staff. They've had to let go service staff. They, you, you don't have the infrastructure any longer to carry on selling vehicles like you used to. Yeah, one of the bigger problems that I see being from that side of the of the business is that how do you keep feeding your service department? Yeah. Well, you, you had some more anecdotal conversations about even the leasing vehicles. Well, there isn't any. Yeah. So how is Hertz and other guys making making rentals happen? Or well, are This they is just, why the rentals are expensive, right? Right. This is why it's so expensive to rent a car. 
Yeah. And th- 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 there's no, I mean, it's no joke. Like there aren't any vehicles and, and the vehicles that are on lease have got to come off soon because they get into their age limit yeah. or the mileage limit. And, so what and, happens to someone who's leased a GTI exactly, yeah. and now they got to hand it in and they're going, okay, yeah. I'm ready to get the next one. Don't they're going, one yeah, sorry. Yeah. I know. Maybe this, just this keep is this a, one. This is a massive issue that, that's written now take something from JLR, so Jaguar Land Rover, this is a huge market for them. We're yeah. a small market population-wise, but I would think, and, and I can remember we looked these figures up a while ago, in terms of their global unit sales, this will be a massive, massive percentage mm. because Land Rovers Everyone loves a Land Rover make here. more sense here yeah. than they do in the UK, well, than well, they do in a lot of places around well, the world. Look, you can drive it on the road, you can look great, and you can take that thing off-road. Yeah. And yeah. you can look great. So they do sell a lot here, so I would imagine there's less of a thought process from JLR to be like, well, if we're going to lose a market for a while, we'll lose the Middle East, mm. because the Middle East is a huge yeah. market for their vehicles. It's probably kept them going over the last 20 years. I actually saw uh, a Land Rover being tested yesterday. It had all of the camouflage on it, but it was clear. I mean, they were trying to disguise pieces of it, but no, it was clearly yeah. a, a Jaguar Land Rover. And man, was he giving her around a turning <laughs> circle. I mean, I was just like, whoa, that is very impressive what he was doing. And so clearly he was doing something. And, you know, I thought, well, try and keep up with him. I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen in the Wrangler. <laughs> not my old <laughs> Wrangler. Go on the sand, you never know. <laughs> but the the... So the, the times are not, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't look good. Everyone keeps thinking we're going to get over it, but we don't seem to be. And, and service departments in, in the UK, March and September are the new registration. So you, you right. don't have a number plate in the UK. You, you, the number plate is okay. just, they're new every March yeah. and every, oh, and, okay. and they're, they're, they're sequential. All right. So if your vehicle is a, for example, if your vehicle, let's say your vehicle is a 2008, it's all a second. Every year you get a new plate? No, you, you don't. No, but, but the, the vehicles the, that are sold have that, a new plate okay, on. Okay, yeah, got it. So if you have a 2008 vehicle, for example, the number plate will end in, it'll be four digits, then three digits. The end of the first four digits will be a 08. Okay. Or if it's, and then that's for the March, and then in the September it will be a 58. Okay. And then that, that kept going, and then, and then into the 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now the 70s. Yeah. So like a new, so a 2022 one, there would have been, Seventy two, so whatever it you know, and then it, yeah. just, it goes on whatever it may be. Now, March and September they were sold first of March, first of September. But we would be prepping them from January, and then right. likewise for the September from July. Our August and our February months in the workshop, the diaries were blocked out. You yeah. cannot take Same. as much retail work in, right? And. <laughs> We had a rotor for Saturdays. We'd have Saturday, Sundays off. You'd have a rotor, yeah. but you couldn't. Everyone had to work on it. And them. now? But now, there's nothing. The workshop that me and DJ worked in when it was VW, they were, we, were, we were a small independent. Um, I think like 10, one point there was about 12 dealerships owned okay. by the same family, but they got swallowed up by a bigger player. And um, the VW dealership that we worked in, 12 work bays. It was a big one. That's big, a yeah. Purpose built back in the time. Used to be VW, Audi and Porsche altogether. Is now the group prep centre for all marks and all brands. Mm. And one of our guys that we used to work with still works there. He sent me pictures of the place. It's empty. It's empty. You know? <laughs> last, last, last month was March and, and he's literally in the, in the workshop on his own with a car to do. 
that's not, you know. Yeah. Obviously, people are a bit more conscious about spending money on cars and getting into debt with a car because yeah. they're not so sure on the job these exactly. days. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that might or, be turning or buy a, corner. a car, and unless it's got everything included in it. You know, even now buying a used car, we'll talk used in a second, but even buying a used car, you got to be thinking, I'm going to have to get that thing repaired. Not knowing what my job longevity is, not knowing what's going to be happening. Am I going to be able to afford this yeah, thing? Because yeah. housing prices are, are skyrocketing everywhere. It's like, this is crazy days. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the double whammy of that. But even though people might be coming out of it, you know, here we've seen pilots from the big airliners here yeah. that are, that weren't paid have now started to be back paid and things are picking up for those guys. And that's kind of a good indicator for the economy. Sure, yeah. what the pilot, how the pilots are doing is kind of how we're yeah. going to do. They're going to buy new cars. Because they're buying cars. Yeah. If they can they're find bringing one. tourists in. Yeah. Tourists are spending money. Oh yeah. You know, this, this is a good indicator for us, but you can't buy a car now. <laughs> so then used car prices go through the roof. There, I, I was reading anecdotally. I mean, we've we've heard it anecdotally, but you know, we've got you. You had the story of someone who who couldn't take delivery of their car. The guys yeah. in the showroom are ecstatic because yeah. now they've they've added thirty thousand dirhams to the price. Yeah, so and they're selling it. A really good friend of mine that that had had, had come back for his his old job that he would lost during the lockdown, and they they'd asked him to come back, and he was, oh, I don't know. Thankfully, he came back, and thankfully, as part of that, he had to have a medical, and thankfully, they they found something and seemed to have managed to nip it in the bud. But because he's still waiting for the all clear, he'd ordered a car, and it was supposed to come next month, actually, and it came a little bit early. And uh, they called to say, you can come and take delivery whenever you're ready. Yeah. And he just mentioned, look, I, I need a few weeks to know for sure that I'm staying on the ground here and I'd probably be silly to take this car on. Now, in hindsight, it wouldn't have been. It'd have been right. much better off taking it on and then if yeah. he had to sell it, he wouldn't have lost a single dirham on it. It'd have yeah. gained. But yeah. he's not in that game and if he right. gets bad news, he's going. Like, yeah. he doesn't care about some money. But they were over the moon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the phone conversation, oh, yes, sir. Well, yeah, no, don't worry. We'll get your deposit back to you. Um, they're running. That's fine. The guys are they're running with that. Well, deposit. they can sell that car now. They've got yeah. a car to put in the showroom to sell. Yeah. yeah, and we can we can we can auction it. We can we can go to the highest bidder. It's like yeah. oh man. Yeah. Well, and it's you know I've got the, the same thing happening with people who are buying who bought cars. They're taking them back. They're a year old. They're you know they're still within warranty. They're taking them back to the dealer, or the dealer's talking to them saying, hey, you know what? We want to buy your car back off you because we can sell it for more than you bought it for. So people are making money selling it back to the dealer, and the dealer's now making more money because they can sell it on, well, and it's used. We and have an XF in our garage at the minute in Alcuse, and he bought the car a year and a bit ago for 46000 and he had a loan on it for the whole amount. And with an early payment fee and all the interest and everything calculated, he still owes 37. The engine's failed on it. Yikes. Bad driving because he overheated and he just kept going, but that's okay. another conversation. But the, the engine's failed on it. We can find two solutions for that. We repair the existing engine, which is a phenomenally expensive, or he can go for a second-hand engine, swap it over and that. If he puts a second-hand engine in it, the car he can now sell for 60. <laughs> so he can get the engine paid for, 
sell the car, yeah. clear his debt, and yeah, pay yeah, my yeah, bill, yeah. and start again. Yeah. It's and no brainer. People that are on, so in the UK we call it PCP, which is basically you 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 pay a monthly fee for a vehicle for yeah. one, two, three, four, five years, and at the end of that term you have a lump sum called a bloom payment. Right. So if you pay a thousand pound a month, the end of the term, whatever it was an agreed term, there's twenty thousand pound left. You either pay it or you give them the car back. They'll yeah. sell it as a used car and they'll give you another one. And you keep yeah. going. All of those cars that were sold a year, eighteen months ago that are coming towards the end of their term are all, even three years ago, are all now in positive equity. So you have a £30,000 <laughs> car that you've paid for all this time. You've got a balloon payment of 5K, but the car's worth four, uh, yeah. five, six, more than that. So you're actually getting money to give them the car back. You know, there, there was the time you buy a new car, you've instantly lost 30% of the value of the car. That's no longer. No, no, we're <laughs> in strange times. You drive out of the showroom and you don't lose a 30 You're making you're money. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 I've got a friend who's got a Porsche Boxster. And yeah. you know, the day she sells it, she's going to make a, a mint because yeah, yeah. not only, so it's a few years old, but she only drives. Barely used it. Yeah. I think it's, it's three years old and it's got less than 20,000 kilometers Parked on it. inside. Yeah. Cleaned three times or four times a week. Yeah. Maintained. All the maintenance is done. It, it's never used. Yeah. It looks brand new. <laughs> She's yeah. laughing. Like they're, they're going to be knocking on her door and say, we'll take that vehicle off you. Yeah, yeah. Look, showrooms are doing that. If, they, yeah. if, 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 if you've bought a car recently from a showroom, whether you're in this country or any, any other country, if it was a desirable model with a, a reasonable spec, you know, go and ask them what they'll give you for it. So here's the thing. And this is kind of a phenomenon of the United Arab Emirates. So in many other parts of the world, when you're an, a car dealer, the, the manufacturer gives you the cars or there's a, a you know, you, you pay something and then when you sell the cars, you pay the rest. Here, and there's, there's a variety of different ways that formula works. Yep. But here, the people who are selling the cars, they buy them outright. So the, the franchise, the dealer buys the car outright and then they sell them on. So they've already made that huge investment. There was a time, and I still think there's got to be, this has still got to be the case, where there must be some cars that are a couple years old that they would just have in storage out in those fields. There's got to be still fields full of two-year-old cars that weren't sold that haven't, you know, they don't know what to do with them or they're thinking now they're too old. Who's going to buy them? That I are guess there. that you know those sort of things have been sold into the trade. The trade will oh, swallow those up. Used car trade. I mean, because they wouldn't have been used, right? Like some well, of these cars. Yeah, yeah. Like we, the. I mean, I'm selfishly just thinking of the you know the Jeep boys thinking <laughs> you've got to have an old Wrangler, an old me. Wrangler sitting there that you know it's covered in sand, and now you're thinking it's four years old. Who's going to buy this thing? Hello. Yeah. Hello. I'll have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's probably a few left over still. That one thing that you do see is every other new car on the road at the minute is Chinese. Oh, man. Like, there doesn't seem to be any shortage of Chinese. There's a new one. I can't remember. That. It's it's GZO something, something, something. I'll I'll take a look because I, I'm driving by. I almost got into a collision. You know, I drive slow, so you can only imagine <laughs> for me to get into a collision. You know, I could literally, you know, get out of the car, take a photo, get back in. That's how slow I drive. And I'm driving by the, the billboard for this new set of Chinese cars that I have not seen any in the flesh. But big monster sign and i i had to take like a third look because i thought they were lincoln's yeah <laughs> they're not but the grill looks like a lincoln and it's a beautiful looking grill so it's not a lincoln grill but it has this 
decal or you know symbol on it that just reminded me of a Lincoln. I thought, wow, they're yeah, pretty. I think I saw a similar one. I think it's on Hester Street. Yeah. So mm. pretty nice looking. And some of these Chinese cars that are coming out, they look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Some of them don't, but you know, I mean, they're they're obviously being made for a market where. Well, here's another one that came in. So they're made. They, finish that sentence. Their cars are being made for a market that wants them to look a certain way. Yesterday, Chinese car behind me, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and of course, he's like right on my bumper because I drive so slow. And I'm looking, and I'm going, you know, I like I I literally had to kind of veer over in the lane a little bit like you know like i was on my phone trying to get a decent view of it yeah so i'm looking and you know and i'm even driving and i almost wanted to say to the wife you hold the steering wheel would you so i could turn around and get a good look that, that wouldn't have gone over well <laughs> but i was so tempted and i'm i'm going so i see the grill i see everything i'm going no that's a chinese car clearly but i'm going that car looks so familiar and i'm going no no it's a chinese car but where have i seen that car before and where i'd seen that car before was a two 2005 Jim Jimmy you know a, a, you know a, a, you know GM it's a it, that's what it, you know because they remember they got kind of small yeah yeah that's what it looked like and it was even the same the same fender shape and and I'm they, going, they, they were you know there's been some high profile um they bought plagiarism the, cases they, bought the, shall we say. they just bought the dies 2005 they just shipped the dies over there and they're just maybe they were even making them there to start with mm. Cause it, it, I mean, it, it just looked like, that's what it looked like trail or a blazer, a trailblazer. It looked like a, a Jimmy or a blazer from 2005, 2006. I'm just going, yeah. wow. I think that the, they make sense for, certainly for businesses, certainly yeah. for families newly arriving to the shores. I think they make sense cause they're doing decent lease rates. They're doing, yeah. and, and like we say that they're, they're obviously is stock. Well, no one's buying them in China, so they're just shipping them all here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and th- this is again, this, this is an, another piece of that that puzzle. Shanghai's not shipping anything right now. No, no, it hasn't been shipping anything for weeks. Yeah, well, well John's uh, having a big problem with that, John Ellis. Yeah, and yeah. so these a lot of these cars that are coming from China are coming through Shanghai. That's the main shipping hub. We got problems. We got yeah. big problems. But some of these Chinese cars are looking great. So actually, we had a request, and and uh, it is going to be in in September. Where we're, I'm forward announcing, you know, after this is what a plus. <laughs> this is a problem with committing something. You know, but no, we're going to do this because I've had multiple people approach me saying, "Hey, look, I love your podcast. Can you?" And they they're saying, "Can you though add this to it?" So don't keep doing what you're doing, but would you add in a, a segment that's not just you know they go on supercar blondie's doing supercar blondie. We we don't need to hear no more about supercars because we're never going to own one. But can you do? <laughs> more talk about the cars we can actually own and we could actually get and and the veiled request was talk more about some of these chinese cars can you just go out and look at them so we don't have to go out and look at them and i said you know what we're gonna we're gonna add that segment we're gonna add not just a segment we're gonna add a whole show that is just giving the real man's review of some of these vehicles and if that means we have to go and sit in the showroom for uh what's a g it's not gmc g GAC, GAC, the GAC. Yeah, there's JMC Geely, and there's GAC and there's Geely. Honky. Yeah, there's, there's they're all here now. They've all got nice showrooms so, everywhere. MG, they class yeah. as a Chinese car now. So we're gonna we're literally gonna start doing shows where we go sit in the showrooms and if they'll give us the cars to drive, even better. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about them and have a, have a you know look under the hood and sit in them and just have a little bit of a chat and and review. It's strange though that all the shipping, steel, <laughs> everything all comes from China. Yeah. 
a lot of the a lot of the components that we can't find for vehicles now all come from China. Yeah, who seems to be able to get Chinese cars? This strange, isn't eh? it interesting? That's strange. <laughs> Yeah, that's, some, yeah. that's some clever yeah, economics. You see, there. They, they figured it out. It's like yeah. we're fast tracking our car distribution. Hey, look, I tell you something, right? You say what you want. There's, there's obviously all these conspiracy theories, of true, far fetched, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really particularly care. The fact of the matter is, you should be able to make and support yourself. Yeah. And 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 if if you can't buy a new iPhone because they can't make them because you know. They yeah. make them in China, and that that city's on lockdown. Yeah. Well, speak to the guys at Apple and say, why aren't you making these chips yourself? Hey, hey we we record this show. We record the, of course, we do the audio on the road, but we record the video off of a couple of Huawei phones. Yeah. And you know, the chips are there. They they do the job yeah. as you, as you're seeing. They they do the job. So. Yeah. Well, the, the, the lens on this one's a little bit off. It's making me look tired and beleaguered. <laughs> But the, the, yeah. say what you want, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, yeah. like I say, John Ellis, who's a really, really good friend of mine, and, and you know him well as well. Yeah. There, Amber Radio, by the way, if you're looking for yeah, yeah. one of the best online radio stations you're going to find that's playing the tunes that you really want to listen to, Amber. Go yeah, Google literally it. every genre you can imagine. Yeah, he mixes them all up. It's, yeah. it's, it's true variety radio. Yeah. So yeah. you want a little Foo Fighters-esque kind of, tunage you're going to get it but then it's going to be paired with a little bit of ann murray so <laughs> i don't know about ann murray and then you know he's going to follow that up with you know cretan's clearwater revival and then you're I going mean, to get I, some bieber i'm going to have to say no to this yeah, you're going to get some bieber in there bieber and then either. boom you're going to have abba <laughs> and it's like you're going to be going what am i listening to and then the next thing you know you're going to be telling everyone about it say amber radio you got to listen to this yeah yeah we so, have it on, not now because it's ramadan but we have it on in the garage yeah yeah it's good good stuff but he's struggling with his with his um his main job, his actual company, because a lot of their stuff comes out of China. And and he's a theme park guy. Mm. So, so they're building rides, they're putting yeah. steel work for frames together. Yeah, he all was this. doing a big, big wheel somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In they the UK, ship, I think. They can't yeah. ship it. Yeah. So when you talk about a tranche of money and breaking it down and dividing it up, when, yeah. when that money's held by a legal law firm, yeah. they're saying, well, why are we going to divide this money up to anybody when we can't even get the parts to start building this yeah. yet? You know, so it's one thing after another, and what can you do? You know what I saw today driving in? I had to take another look at it. It's the theme of this this whole show is James taking another look. A Genesis was driving by, but the Genesis four-wheel drive thing? GV70. It was an 80. Oh, it was oh, an 80. Okay, they're nice. Those back lights are nice. So the only thing, so yeah, the back lights are nice, but they were they were misaligned on one side. Oh, yeah, well, that's not, nice. yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't speak to that. So, but no, it, it did. The, the light system was very retro yet mm. modern, and I thought, wow, it just looked nice. And then, of course, the guy hit the brake lights because I was, you know, tailgating, and he was trying to get me off his tail. And that's when I noticed, hold on, one side's misaligned a little bit. So it's like, okay, well, that's weird. But, but the the whole vehicle. Then I had to pass him because I, I hadn't seen the thing from the front. But from the back, yeah. I was looking. I was going, okay, what? what does this vehicle look like? Because it literally touched me in, Hey, I wouldn't mind driving one of these from the, the backside of it. And I went, okay, it's got a little Tesla esque look to it with the little wing that comes up off the back, yeah. but it's got a much larger back window. So it's, it's kind of, it was kind of nice. And it kind of has a little bit of that BMW X seven ish look to it. 
a little, you know, it, but not, not really because it's not, and, and especially not the, the Mercedes, it's just that big round thing. So it's, it's got a little taste of it. And then you get around the front, it's just got this big angry grill. And I mean, angry in a positive way. It, yeah. But, and you know what? And I instantly knew you would hate this car. Yeah. Yeah. The, the eight is way different to the 70. I'm just looking them both up oh, now. Yeah, the 80s. The 80s. The 80s. Look at that yeah, grill. Yeah. The 80s but awful. This, <laughs> you no, know, you don't like about the 80 is all that chrome accenting. I don't like anything about the front of that. I, I know. I like the front. No. No, I thought it was that, nice. That chrome's ridiculous. That, that's what got me. I'm driving by and I'm just going, look at the chrome highlighting. You don't even need <laughs> lights. You just have, if you get one spotlight facing the grill at night, Kaboom, you're you just blind everybody. <laughs> I liked it. I just, I, it made me say, I got to go buy the Hyundai showroom. The 70 is nice though. I do like the look of the 70. That was one. I, and actually that was this morning when I saw it. Oh, you saw the 70. I saw the 80. Yeah. We, so we're both talking about this, the, the galaxy, the Genesis, Genesis sorry. Genesis, yeah. Galaxy. I'm thinking, why am I thinking Gal- Guardians of the, I'm just thinking chocolate bar right strange now. strange I know that, right? Because now, now it was, Hyundai made a Genesis. <laughs> yeah. They then they've become their own brand. Yeah. Well, because it, it, the same kind of thing, you know, that, that Kia deals with. And, you know, Kia can sell the Stinger. It's beautiful. And, and you know, Brown Car Guy and Imtisham both came out. And if you're, if you're not watching Shazad Sake's stuff, did you know, see tied up with uh, Blonde Car Girl in the UK? So there's, uh, you know. Okay. Not, not, I've not seen much of his stuff this last month. It's just been. You've been busy. Mental, but yeah. But they both. So going back to the Stinger by Kia, this vehicle, twin turbo, you know, a, a four or five series vehicle from bmw or mercedes i think it's fourth that it's sort of lined up with they said phenomenal phenomenal and value for money phenomenal but everyone who got into that car went yeah it's a kia though yeah and so that's exactly what hyundai had to do with the genesis is they got they, they morphed it into its own brand so that you kind of going oh yeah genesis what is that that's yeah, korean oh yeah okay well, but it's not hyundai and and yeah, so it gets you, rid of the badge issue, I suppose. And I, because I, I just think people are just too caught up in, you know, brand recognition and saying, yeah, but it's a hand But yeah, it's you like, know, I suppose, especially for for when we talked about the Palisade, you didn't like it, so no. I mean, for yeah. Europeans, a car is usually the biggest investment, especially these days that you you might ever make. Because yeah. a lot of people are just resigned to the fact that you can't afford to buy a house. So yeah, forget so it. We'll rent a car. So now no one's buying cars. So. Cars are either the, the <laughs> most or the second biggest investment you ever make so yeah. you're entitled to your opinion you're entitled to buy what you like and and if that is a purely um how can you say this shallow opinion of yeah. well, i don't like it, it's the wrong color or it's the, i don't like the yeah. look of it then so be it if you're yeah. not buying a car just to well that's what i love about our reviews because you there's always half a dozen things you love that i don't love and then there'll be half a dozen things usually starting with chrome you know high accents and highlighting that i love and you're going <laughs> i would never drive that thing in my in my life and 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 i always think when it comes to car reviews, you get a nice balanced review because we're both looking at completely different things. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to the smaller European, easy to park, cheap on fuel. Yeah. You've got the North American, well, you know, it needs to be like I'm sat on my sofa at home in the front and you know, I need exactly. to be able to get like 14 yeah. goats in the back and yeah, even though exactly. I've never transported any kind yeah. of lifestyle. I live in the city, but I've, I need to yeah. have an F-150 yeah. extended cab, please. Yeah. I mean, there are people like that in the UK. <laughs> But you know they're usually yeah. selling things. They, <laughs> the the car reviews are always fun. Yeah, I have a totally unqualified opinion. Yeah, but me too. I most just, people do that buying cars. You know, most yeah. people that are buying cars are not Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, most people buying cars are just 
average Joe and well, that's why we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're little, legitimately gonna do this. So I mean, I'm not gonna give the start date, but let's just say it's the first week of September. We're gonna roll the first one of these off the off the podcast line, and it, and it you know if that means we're just gonna go sit in a showroom and set up some cameras and try not to get kicked out, then and if we get kicked out, we'll just do it from the window outside and have a chat and you know find people driving it and say, what do you think? Well, we'll do it. It's gonna yeah. be fun, and I just think people want to hear that stuff, and they're curious. The opposite for the what you do for a living guy with the supercars. We'll yeah. just stop them. Yeah. Where did it all go wrong for you? No, we'll stop yeah. them and say, "How is it driving this car? Hate this car." Yeah. And, and and you know, I often think it's. I've I've had people like that of satellites around. What do you think of this thing? Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, and it's it's you know, you get a nice nice look at things. Yeah, look, people that 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 buy them from my limited sort of feedback that you see on 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 community facebook groups and and speaking to customers here and there and and people that have driven them tend to be present pleasantly surprised yeah hey i yesterday i, I was walking the dog and uh there was a guy who's got this phenomenal camping utility trailer <laughs> that is just loaded with stuff and he pulls it with a pajero and he was out there polishing the the front headlights on the Pajero, and I tried not to laugh because all I kept thinking of was, you know, Colin. And uh, Colin's <laughs> at home doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, because Colin would like to say, "No, I never drive one of those," but I know that he he really does park the Armada somewhere and go and dr- he does drive one of those around because I'm sure. And yeah. but this guy was the tender loving care he was given to that car it was just you know and, and at the end of the day it doesn't matter what car it is there's always going to be people who don't like them but if you if it's your car and you love it you love it and respect yeah you know more power to you you know if if you can own a Pajero and love it yeah <laughs> no difference owning any car and loving it that's you and that's how it is and that's great yeah. no problem at all and like I say in terms of in terms of reviewing a car that's a good example. Because I would struggle to find a positive. I would yeah, struggle I, to find a positive. I don't want positive. one either, like honestly. They, but you know, that's, that being said, when we're talking about there's not a lot of new cars coming out, I've seen a few that look brand spanking new. So I don't know if Al Hope Tour has got The a, signature edition ones. Yeah. They look all the black good. accents and stuff. <laughs> to be fair, actually, in fairness, the Montero Sport ones look all right. Yeah. The Montero doesn't look bad in the signature edition with the black wheels, the black yeah. trims, and, and, and they do look okay. So, you know, again... I owned one. Yeah. And I owned one. Did you like it? No. No. <laughs> I, had to, I, had, I had to own it because I knew it was not going to let me down. And I had no money. Well, there you it go. was 5,000 dirhams yeah. and I had a bit of work to do on it, but I was going to be okay while yeah. I was setting the business up. There you uh, go. And, and Amy could always have a car oh, that she was never going to call me and say there's a problem with. See, that's the thing you need. So, I, you know, you've got to put your hands up to it and say, yeah, that's, that's a genuine, massive point when it comes to buying a car well they're reliable so yeah. what are you complaining about it's getting me to work because people some people don't care no i don't yeah i i'm i'm to sometimes to to amy's chagrin but i i don't you know i'll get dressed and go out of the house i don't care what i look like as long as i'm not exposing myself and i'm perfectly you know functional in my clothes you know i am i am what i am yeah. as they might say but some people have the same opinion of a car mm. and to a certain extent i do yeah you know but it's it's nice to have some form of aspiration. I think with something that's plays such a massive part, especially in my life, when that's that's literally what I do all day, yeah. every day. Yeah. So speaking of cars, what's uh, what's hot in the shop right now? What what's coming in? Everything's hot. It's horrible. <laughs> 
everything's hot. Obviously, the usual yeah, stuff, yeah. ACs and yeah. coolant leaks it's, and overheating oh, and stuff. Yeah. But so a lot of the batteries. Big the big three. Yeah, the oh. temperatures have gone up and batteries are dying to death. And, oh, man. You know, these, these sort I'm, of I'm things. I'm battery okay for another, <laughs> hold on, I got the calendar out. Uh, I'm good for another 11 months. Well, there you go. <laughs> got 11 months before go. one of them fails. But, you know, we, we've got... Um, We've coolant, got, I got to say coolant again, just people to rem- remember, check your coolant and get coolant. Don't, don't do the water thing. And there's yeah. no manufacturer sells you a car with water in the rad. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you from VW days that, that we use the concentrated coolant and we were supposed to fill. So, so, so mix that with, um, distilled water. Right. Not water out of the tap yeah yeah um and and it's just better on all the aluminium components in the yeah. engine oil coolers in particular obviously if you're stuck and you're at home and you check the level and it's a little bit low and you're unsure or the light's on then if you're topping it up you're topping it up with right. tap water that's okay but you want to go and check first of all make sure there's no leak but second of all just make sure the concentration of coolant is okay and it's not obviously to help us deal with the water or call it freezing here. It isn't, yeah. but in, in lots of parts of the world it is. But it's 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 also to do with the condition of the metal components that yeah. you're going through, yeah. seals, rubber hoses. You, you remember this stuff goes through aluminium, steel, rubber, yeah. nylon, plastic. Yeah. So it, it, it has to be right. Yeah. So, you know, do that, Jack. Yeah. ACs, this is, you know, it's too late for a lot of people. I'm sorry. You, you missed the window of getting a better yeah. price. Yeah, yeah. And our gas is, is uh, so so for us to buy gas in bulk, the, the, the refrigerant gas, it's double the price it was a month ago. There you go. So, so you missed that window, and that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. But if you need to get your EC fixed, and I see those people on the road because there's no reason they've got the window open yeah, at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's like 38 and the windows yeah. are down. I mean, I got no windows. traffic. Well, I got no windows in the Jeep. It was uh, 43 the other day. Nice. And I was going, great, because I'm hitting, I'm going for going 50. For 50. I'm going for 50 this year. I made it to 49 last year. <laughs> the weather let you down. <laughs> the weather let me down. So I'm going for 50 this year. So when it's 43, I'm going, hey, this is, this yeah. is good. I'm going to hit the mark really early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 50 in May. <laughs> Look, I mean, we've said it time and time and time again that there's seasonal work, yeah, and and it tends to be breakdown maintenance that we get. So people will say, "Oh, that's not working very well," or "That's yeah. that's let me that's let me down." And you know, Saturday, like eight thirty, and I get a phone call eight thirty oh. in the evening, and and the guy owns an old Land Rover Discovery, and I oh, know no. exactly what he's about to tell me. I can see he's not ringing at this time of night for anything other than he's broken down. Well, he's not inviting you to a barbecue. No, I got a few extra steaks. Why don't you just definitely trim Definitely broken down, yeah. and he's definitely got a coolant leak or overheated. Yeah. Definitely, I know that as soon as I see it, I, I know it, yeah. and and that's what had happened. He yeah. had a coolant leak and overheated, and and it was, and it'll happen to all of us. We've all have been in that situation, and unfortunately, it tends to be at the least opportune moment yeah always at least you know you, you can't you can't predict it all you can try and do is is make sure that things like having the right coolant level will not stop you ever having a coolant leak but yeah. it will reduce the frequency of those yeah. things and just the operation of checking it is such a good practice to get into yeah and and as, look if you're checking your coolant you notice hey it's always been at level always been at level there's a little bit of you know it's going down a little bit okay well that's probably fine and then you suddenly notice oh it's empty 
It's like, hold on yeah. a second. If you, if you get under there and check, and you're checking regularly, and after weeks gone by since you last checked it, it's empty. There's a leak. Yeah. That's nothing short of a leak. Now, doesn't mean to say, you have to remember, this This stuff's, it's at 102, 3, 4 degrees in the cooling system. It's under pressure. That's why it doesn't boil. But when it leaks out, it's hot. Yeah. So it's anywhere from sort of 60 after it's been through the radiator to up to 100 if it's right on the side of the engine. If it's leaking out down the front of the radiator, it's evaporating before it hits the floor. Yeah. But if it's that green stuff, at least you tend to see some green residue. See the trail, yeah. So yeah. depending if you've got the colored coolant, it will leave you a, a trail. But you might not always notice. You right. might, might think, well, there's no leak because I can't see anything under the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to tell you anything. So yeah. getting it checked. Now, if you're checking it every week and it's, you know, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's a little bit like between the maximum and the minimum, yeah. that's okay. With temperature will affect it. Yeah. Uh, there is a pressure relief cap on any system, whether that's on the radiator or whether it's on the expansion tank. And they are designed to relieve pressure. Mm. So if you've been sat in traffic for a long time, the car's been doing hard work, temperature might get a little bit higher. The pressure valve will release some pressure as steam yeah. and the level will go down. Yep. So that's not necessarily even a problem, but always, always get it checked. Yeah. Anything else uh, big time coming into the garage recently? DJ's dad. Yeah. Is yeah, he a mechanic as well? He's been in. Um, no, he worked with us at VW. Okay. And uh, he, he's he been in. So he's recently retired in the UK. But Is he going to come out here and take up a position at uh, PowerWorks? Well, we could offer him one. I'm sure he'd say yeah. But it's always, always good to see him. Brings back memories of the good old days when we were all working <laughs> together at, at VW. And um, I think he was shocked by the difference. Uh-huh. Trying to take things for granted. Do you think yeah. it's the same here as it would be anywhere? And even in the UK, from a dealership to an independent is a massive jump. Yeah. Whichever way you look at it, up, down, left, or right, is a big jump. Now, from there to here is also the same thing. So, yeah, that's been that's been cool, showing him around, showing him the ropes of what we do, and opening his eyes shall we say <laughs> but yeah it's been it's been all hands on deck short okay, hours so. six hours a day eight till two Ramadan, around Ramadan timing so eat this weekend and then back to normal yeah looking forward to that glenn you know what this has been as always an informative educational and yet entertaining conversation about cars look forward to doing it again real soon thank you very much this is the PowerWorks Podcast. My name is James Pikeway, joined as always by Glenn Power. Take a look at the rest of our podcasts. Give them a listen. Let us know what you think. Thanks for tuning in. So long for now. <laughs>